Hello, happy spring. It's me, Lily a Frog, who lives in a pond and loves to tell stories. I have three ancient fables for you, originally attributed to Aesop, rewritten and retold here exclusively for Tales from the Lily Pad by Marlene Werfel. The first is this. Once upon a time, there was a pretty warbler who built a nest in a farmer's field of wheat and laid five speckled eggs in it. What a smart place for a nest, she told herself, because the more the sun shone and the more the rain fell, the taller and stronger the wheat grew around her, and the more she and her nest full of eggs were protected by it. When the eggs hatched, the mama had five little warblers to feed, and she had to work hard at it. She left her little crying baby birdies while she flew back and forth and back and forth and back and forth to get worms and bugs and flies for them. As the summer sun shone, the wheat grew thicker and grains began to bow down all around the little nest. But... Mama, 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 said the little warblers when she came back one day with her beak full of insects for her babies. We overheard the farmer talking on his cell phone and he was calling all his family to help him harvest the wheat. We need to leave the nest. I see, said the mama bird. Don't worry just yet, little birdies. The farmer's family will have lots of excuses why they can't help him tomorrow. Let's stay another day and you will get just a little bit stronger. You can practice jumping in and out of the nest for now. And she flew away for more worms and bugs and flies while her little birds practiced jumping in and out of their nest. And they did get stronger that day. The next day, when the mama flew back with her beak full of worms, her little warblers said, Mama, 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 mama. We heard the farmer talking on his cell phone and he was calling his friends asking for help to harvest his wheat tomorrow. We need to leave the nest. Well, we will have to fly away soon, but not quite yet, little birdies. The farmer's friends will have lots of excuses for why they can't help him tomorrow. You can get a day stronger. Practice flapping your wings while you run around the nest. And the little birds stretched their wings and the grain began to fall off the wheat into their nest where they could just eat it up. And like their mama said, they got stronger. But the next day when the mama flew back to her nest, the little warbler said, Mama, 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 mama. We overheard the farmer talking on his cell phone and he was telling his friends and family not to bother. He is going to harvest his wheat himself and he's going to do it tomorrow. Do we need to leave the nest? Oh, yes, said the mama bird. This is serious. We'll fly away as soon as the sun rises. And they did. And it was a good thing too, because the next day the farmer did just what he said he'd do with no excuses. But the little warblers were soaring through the sky on strong wings, singing happy songs. What do you think? 
the moral of this story is. The Second Fable Once upon a time, there was a landowner with many types of trees on his property that his father and grandfather had planted before him. A furniture maker wanted to chop down some of the trees to make furniture with, so he dropped by with a bag of silver to offer the landowner in exchange. Let's sit under this big old sycamore tree and discuss it, the landowner said. The landowner offered the furniture maker a tall glass of iced tea, and the furniture maker offered to buy his cherry tree. I can't sell you that one. It's much too valuable. It makes cherries, said the landowner. They're delicious. And the furniture maker went away, but came back the next day with his bag of silver. Well, let's sit under this big old shady sycamore tree and discuss, the landowner said. The landowner offered the furniture maker a tall glass of lemonade, and the furniture maker offered to buy his peach tree. I can't sell you that one. It's much too valuable. It makes peaches, said the landowner. They're delicious. And the furniture maker went away, but came back the next day with his bag of silver. Let's sit under this big old shady sycamore tree and discuss, the landowner said. The landowner offered the furniture maker some cold root beer, and the furniture maker offered to buy his walnut tree. Oh, I can't sell you that one. It's much too valuable. It makes walnuts, said the landowner. They're delicious. And the furniture maker went away, but came back the next day with his bag of silver. Let's sit under this big old shady sycamore tree and discuss, the landowner said. The landowner offered the furniture maker some soda water with a slice of cucumber in it, and the furniture maker offered to buy the sycamore tree. This tree right here. The landowner looked up at the sycamore tree and at its big shady branches with no fruit on the boughs at all, and he couldn't think of what use it was. And so he took the bag of silver, and the men shook hands, and the next day the furniture maker chopped down the great big old tree and took away the wood. Later, the landowner went out to sit with his bag of silver to decide what to invest it on, and he sat where the sycamore tree had been. But it was so hot, he couldn't think straight, and so he went inside his house, leaving the bag of silver on the ground and wondering if he hadn't forgotten something. What do you think the moral of this story is? Once upon a time, there was a tiny little gnat that buzzed around and around on a hot summer day until he needed to rest. And so he landed on the tip of the horn of a great big ox. 
The gnat told the ox about his day while the ox chewed on some grass. And the gnat told the ox about his dreams while the ox chewed on some grass. And the gnat told the ox about his fears for the future. And then he apologized that he just couldn't stay longer. And he explained that he had to go, but maybe they'd meet again. And off the gnat flew. The ox swished his tail and chewed on grass and didn't notice that the gnat had come or gone. What do you think the moral of this third story is?